Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. And I also want to be excited about the season I'm in. Yeah, So totally. I don't know like, the best advice I can give is look within. Like, uh, why am I getting frustrated? Yeah. What expectation am I putting on him? Because I can always find the answer mm-hmm. within myself. Be patient. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Questionably Awesome. And guess what, you guys? 
Ba 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 ba. Boop 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 boop. Did you just hear two voices, Evans? Have you been throwing your voice? Yes. Okay, so if you're wondering, I have two people sitting in front of me. It's pretty fantastic because not only is it two people that I love, but they are both in bathrobes. <laughs> so I literally made them get bathrobes on because I don't get ready in the morning. It's 7.30 a.m. I'm not going to get ready for this podcast, you guys. Mm-mm. So I am with Evans and Lindsay Schwartz. So Evans, my usual co-host, and we've also thrown in Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you feeling right now about life? I am feeling honored. I've only had one item on my bucket list and I'm checking it off this morning. Time to get a new list. And I didn't even think to dream of the robes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) So they're also sharing a mic, which I just think is the most funny, hilarious thing. Two women in robes sharing a mic. I, this is, I think that could be a podcast in yeah. and of itself. So you guys, if you don't already know what this episode is, Evans and I really like to prepare you um, to let you know that if you are searching for perhaps some wisdom or you're really into serious interviews, this is absolutely not your podcast. You need to go to a different one. So um, yeah, we're really into you wanting to laugh or snort coffee through your nose. Either one how we drink coffee simultaneously. So you guys, why don't we just chat a little bit about just what's been on going on in your lives? So Lindsay, I'm just going to have you start and what have you been up to? Mm-hmm. What has been going on? Well, um, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. if I'm being honest and it's been a cool season of expansion. It's been a cool season of stepping into like bigger and bigger ideas. Mm. And I think it really hit me yesterday. We saw that quote that the Wait, what did I say? The century ends in three months, but the it's, actually the dec- it's actually the decade. And it really hit me like, man, there are some big things that I still want to be doing. And mm. it's so it's cool. It's cool to be here working on event love. And mm. it's really mm. cool to be in a robe yeah. with both of you. I have so many robes in this house. Like you could have had a selection of, you could have gone with a crazy robe. You could have gone with a slinky robe. We went classic. My slinky robes don't get any use, by the way. (laughs) I just, I I think in the morning, it's the last thing I want to do. Hold on. When you said slinky robe, I literally pictured a robe with slinkies on it. (laughs) See, that's the kind of woman I am. People do not relate me to sexy. They're like, oh, she has slinkies on her robe. (laughs) Oh my God. Slinkies were so fun. I love slinkies. I had a generic slinky though, so it hardly went down the stairs. Like it would fall down one and it would roll down the others. (laughs) Did you do a slinky? Did you get that at Shakey's Pizza? Because that sounds like the kind of one you get at like, I think I got it. It might have been a mini one out of like those quarter ball machines. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Like like in your cereal box. Yeah, probably something like that. Evans, tell me what's been going on in your life over the past week? Because I feel like, I feel like when I listen to this podcast, you have big changes every week. (laughs) I'm getting married in a month. Oh my God. And my dog has a new ACL. Okay. So so tell me what it's like living with Robo George. Um, I just want to give a shout out to whoever invented invented the plastic cone for dogs. (laughs) It is awful, but boy, does that thing work. Yeah. because They are not licking their stitches. So what would they do out in the wild when they get stitches from grandpa dog? (laughs) From the grandpa dog dog. that would stitch them up? They would just know not to touch it. And they would get some like wisteria and rub it on themselves or something. (laughs) Like, do they have a medicine dog that they go to in the woods? And they're like, go go to Rock to Rob. He's going to rip through Rob. And then they don't chew their leg off naturally. Or they do. 
Yeah. Or they do. And they're like, we never oh, see him again. You don't know. Did you see Peg Dog? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do we have, um, so what's been going on in my life? I'm so glad you asked. Um, <laughs> so let's see. What has been going on in my life? Um, really exciting stuff that you're here because we are like doing Event Love. We are going, which is a program that Lindsay and I are doing together. So we are um, putting together the high fives for that snap snap. Um, we're putting together the curriculum for that. And you know, that's been really fun because anything that I'm doing, uh, with someone has been way more fun than doing it alone, which is exactly why we're all sitting here sweating doing this podcast right now. Or is it just me? Cause I put no, red cayenne no, pepper. Robe, okay. Robes are hot. Robes the are robes hot. are hot. I have lip sweat and sweat among other spots on my body, but it's because I'm drinking coffee with cayenne pepper in it. Cause I thought that'd be a great idea. And a hot robe. Have you ever been like, Hey, like really talking to people about hot robes. That's weird. Let's move yeah, on. The first. You- this is the first. This is the first. I do feel like I'm on NPR being able to lean in on the mic like this. Do you feel like that? I wish you could see us cheek to cheek. Well, they're going to see you now cheek because what people don't know is we are filming this podcast now. So you can get little glimpses and clips on Instagram because Alyssa, who is standing behind the camera right now, is trying to pretend she's not here, but we're really aware she's <laughs> she's to my left and she's to your right. She is. She's getting all the goods. But I like it because she blends right in and laughs with us. Yeah. It's super awesome. Hi, Alyssa. Hi. (laughs) You're the best. Okay, so let's talk about some quotes. Mm. Yes. Do you want to go first? No, my quote's terrible. Go ahead, Lynn. (laughs) Okay, so my quote today (laughs) is better than Lori's, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Measurably. And it's by a a gentleman named Richard Branson. You might know him. Oh. I saw him speak. He's mm-hmm. so much cooler because he has a British accent. I mean, it's just automatically. Yeah. So I'm not going to try to do this in an accent like Evans does, but I'll just give it please in do. my voice. No, no. You're going to do it in a British accent, oh, okay. please. Just, just <laughs> and imagine. Lower. Close and your lower eyes. voice. Close okay. your eyes and I'm picture closing. Richard I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, I don't even know how to do this in it. Okay, here we go. Every success story mm. is a tale of constant adaptation. Mm. Revision and change. Ooh, delicious. Sorry, it's Lindsay again, guys. <laughs> Not Richard Branson. Wow, that was I, that was tasty. Was t- okay, terrible. say it one more time in your own accent so I can actually hear the quote because I was really focused on your English accent. <laughs> on the, mm, it was bad. <laughs> My best friend has this English accent that when we know she's gotten to a certain level of like, she's had a couple cocktails Yeah, because she turns British. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, she does. Ooh. So she would be really disappointed in my accent. <laughs> the actual quote in Lindsay's voice, every success story is a tale of constant adaptation, revision, and change. Oh, yeah. It's so mm. true. I actually, so Chris read his book um, in bed while I was reading a different book, but he would share with me like a bunch of stories from his childhood. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like, I don't know how we ever think that we are supposed to just be successful naturally or that it's going to be good. Because if you ever read any bi- like business book whatsoever, it is crazy how many times they fail and come close to like um, either quitting, throwing the towel, or they have lost all their money a few times over. Like yeah. it's insane to me. So Evans, give me your quote. I'm I'm hoping mine gets oh. better in time. Like it's a fine wine. Mine is embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title until much later. And it's by Bob mm. Goff. 
Oh, I love Bob Goff. He's, he's really nice. Are you joking? Do you know who Bob Goff is? I really is? do. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, I oh, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that one because, oh, yeah. amen. I know you guys both know it. This is so fun watching you in bathrobes <laughs> nod your heads. We're you just guys, nodding I don't, emphatically. I don't yeah. think you even know how great this view is. They're in bathrobes and Evans has fancy earrings on <laughs> with the bathrobe. I'm underdressed. Yeah, know, you need, Where are your chandelier earrings? Do you remember those? I had so many chandelier so earrings. Many I was Claire's. so into them. Like yes. I was like, oh, you know what? You want to make that outfit better? Drop a chandelier. Bam. Like, get one. Get yeah. those silver chandeliers like, in there. I was like, where's your chandeliers, honey? Don't go outside without them. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird because mm-hmm. that's so not me, but I went through a year of chandeliers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I lit up the joint. With oh, I had a puppies. year of statement necklaces. <gasps> oh, like the so ones that you, yes. it was like a tiny guy choking you the whole day. Uh huh. Really was. Like a bit, like a very decorated, like mm-hmm. a, a Christmas tiny guy. Kind of went like, down to your knees. Oh, the yeah. Necklace did. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like bobbles. Didn't you call them like bobbles Ooh. or something? Oh, there were bobbles. Yeah. There were definitely bobbles. I had statement necklace years. Yeah, I did. We too. should pull those um, pictures out and just be like, ooh, check these out. Can we use out. those for the podcast promo for this? Did you yes. think that you were fashionable? Because I did. 1,000%. We probably were, though. 1,000%. Everything I wear, I'm like, this looks great. And then a year later, I'm like, that was dumb. <laughs> for real. <laughs> yes. It's all about embracing it, though. You know, yes. if you felt great, you lit up that room like you were uh-huh. just pure greatness. Uh-huh. So that's my theory. All right. So how about that review of the week? What do you <gasps> think? Buckle up, Lindsay. Ba, 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 ba. Ba, 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 I'll be the sound effects. Okay, Ooh. I like that. The title is My Favorite Shit Show on Fire. Oh, girl, you nailed it. This is from Morgan Barkus. Oh. The last month felt like falling down that Alice in Wonderland hole for me. There's a welcome change waiting for me, but the interim has been a challenge. My saving grace, questionably awesome. Every episode (laughs) downloaded and playing in the background all day, every day, for real. I love the relationship between you and Evans, the laughs, the perspective, and fantastically honest and hilarious one-liners. One of my favorites being, because I'm just a shit show on fire 99% of the time, I look forward to Wednesdays very much. I love this. I just, wow. I just feel like this table could get a lot bigger. We would have to get more microphones though, you guys. Yeah. yeah. So how's it, you know, we're 11 minutes in. How's your experience so far, Lynn? <laughs> it is everything I hoped and dreamed <laughs> and yeah. more. Could we make this? I just really wish we could make this. Evans and I are still trying to figure out how to make this our normal job. Mm-hmm. Mm, ooh, it, I yeah. full on see, I'm talking Netflix show. I'm talking <laughs> NPR. I just, I'm talking, listen, I will be your agent. Yeah. I, I have no skills, like, <laughs> but I have a bathrobe. You know, that sounds about That's like how our need. agent would roll. Yeah. We'd be like, you're hired. I'll just get a Bluetooth and wear it all the time so yes. people think that I'm really legit. And then I I'll just yell things about we need those yeah, Evans. contracts. We're going to walk truth and a clipboard. <laughs> oh, I actually have several clipboards. That's all. So you, I am, I am, you, you know what? That's, that is what I look for in a yep. job description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what, how many clipboards does this person? I have, own. I have nine. You or, do? Full disclosure, I have nine. I feel like you're serious with I nine. I actually do. I feel like six From is playing. Event. Six is messing around. I'm like, oh, child's play. Nine is getting up there. That's like, that's the real deal. Yeah. You guys, we have some cues mm-hmm. that we have to answer because mm-hmm. I guess in order for the show to also be balanced with wisdom, we have to answer questions in a very wise way because Evans and I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This question comes from at Nicole Holdgren. What if I want to throw in a, 
the towel on one business and start another? Oh, girl. So we're all going to answer this. Um, But we were just talking about this last night, Lindsay, um, about how so many people right now are struggling with being multi-passionate. And also we... I think we get it really confused with thinking that our purpose need like we're waiting until we get our purpose delivered by the butterfly with the scroll. Yes. Uh, like we're literally all waiting for that moment. And and the thing is is that you just need money to start. Mm-hmm. And of course you need to do something that you're going to be motivated by, but when we were talking uh Natalie Ellis from Boss Babe talks about this all the time about you know, you really want to do something, just anything that you are even remotely interested in and grow it until you get money that can support that next thing, which still probably won't be your biggest vision and your biggest purpose because it never comes in that clear. It just doesn't. So I think that you need to go really deep on something, have make sure that that profit center is making you enough money that you could leave it and somebody owns it. So meaning it's going to make enough money where you could hire someone just to take it over. Um, and it could still be making you money while you are no longer paying attention to it. And then what happens is then you can start that next one. Um, and that's literally what we've always done. We did that with my gym. We did that with Isogenics, with network marketing. We did that with different um, e-courses that we did. And I think that's really important to make sure that you are getting that income coming in from something. Otherwise you are super scattered. Scattered focus equals scattered results. How about you, Linz? Well, and that that conversation last night really was such a great answer because I think that oftentimes, and I saw this both when I was coaching people in network marketing, coaching entrepreneurs now, is sometimes when it does get to that point, like business is not supposed to always be fun. Right. And I feel like when people get to that point of wanting to throw in the towel, it's either because something that they've been doing isn't working mm-hmm. and it's it feels easier to just pull the plug, but your lesson that you need to learn might be still in that business and you're going to jump into another business and not have learned the lesson and then just find yourself in the same place. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm also giving relationship advice. Oh, I was just thinking. I mean, it is. I didn't realize I was this wise, but I think it's a bathroom. <laughs> it, it is. There's something about the morning bathroom. Yeah. And, but there was a point in, for me, there were two points where I knew I was ready to pivot when I was ready to go all in on the new idea, but I always stacked them. So I always had one income source set up. I would start you know, I'd start the next, but I've never truly, I guess other than quitting my full-time job, never like thrown in a towel. Mm -hmm. But then I, there was a point where I had to make the conscious decision to set up systems to let the other business run itself, like network marketing, and then go all in on the next thing. But that was different than I think what she's asking, which is just like throwing in the towel, starting something brand new. I love hearing about this though, because there are like what I said does not actually, there, there have been times when I've been like, I, my soul literally can't be here anymore. So I've had to throw in the towel and go all in. But I do think there are personalities where you know you're not an all-in person. So you do need to kind of support yourself. But it's really clear in your body and mind when you know you're an all-in person, you're like, I'm just going to make this happen. There's no failing in me right now because I hit the rock bottom. Um, So Evans, I want to talk, I want to pivot this question to somebody who has realized that one particular job is not for them Mm -hmm. and you are going to another one. So I can't remember. I I think we talked about it, but did you have this, did you already know this job was coming before you left the other one or were you like, I just got to go? Um, Yes, I did know this job was coming and it kind of been brewing. So 
And I'm not really in a financial place where I can just be like, bye, I'm just going to chill out and right. figure things out. So, yeah, so I, this is really important because yes. this is where these people are right now. Yes. We mm-hmm. all have bills to pay. So it's important to kind of line something up. Mm-hmm. But just like Lindsay was saying, I loved what you said about um, it's kind of like a relationship. Yeah. It's like when you want to throw in the towel on something and you just kind of sit with it and maybe explore it a little bit because maybe there's something in there that you're just not thinking about. Mm-hmm. Like you have a towel from the gym that's been in your gym bag and it reeks Ooh, and you're like, I'm just going to throw this away. But, but then someone's like, have you ever thought of like putting some cleaner on this or bleach or vinegar? Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to throw some vinegar in people's faces and make it <laughs> <Made> new. new. <laughs> Don't throw away that towel. Actually, I'm all about throwing old, old junk, but that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Different. Uh, <laughs> different. <laughs> that is different. So let's differentiate. I think that we really nailed that one. What's another one? Oh, yeah. Um, this is from at love Miss Jess. I love Miss Jess. I love Miss Jess. I'd love to hear about changing even when your spouse isn't ready. What a popular question this has been. This is the question of the whole world. Century. Literally. <laughs> the century the that's century. about to end. The century that's about to end, this question will be wiped clear. They'll be like, I have so much clarity what to do with my spouse because of mm. questionably awesome. Somebody go. Wow. Somebody help me. Let's Okay, well, this is um say that question one more time so I can just really Oh, I'll read it. Yeah. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is Lindsay, Lindsay Short speaking. Um, <laughs> I'd love to hear about changing even when your spouse isn't ready. And I think that can even relate to like even if your friends aren't ready, yeah. even if anyone around you. And this has been something that I've definitely had to deal with or just sit with in mm-hmm. my own in my own journey. And I feel like so I've been married nine years. My husband, Elliot, is Elliot. the best man on earth. Um, sorry, other guys. One of them. <laughs> sorry, guys. One of the best. Go and Elliot. one of the things that I noticed, so I'm like the overachiever, very type A, always waking up like with a new business idea. Mm-hmm. And he is like our, he's the one who's so centered, so grounded, and all about my big ideas. He just is wired really differently. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn this early on in our marriage that if I expected him to be like me mm-hmm. and want to do the same personal development as me or want to grow in the same way that I want to grow, that it was going to be a recipe for a disaster. Mm-hmm. I, more relationship advice. I this love is, it. I know. No, this is what it always turns this into. Is, right? It's mm-hmm. so good. But... um. And so I had to really look within at what expectations was I placing on him? Like he's going to live his own journey. Your friends are going to live their own journey. Mm -hmm. And you just have to be fully focused on yours. Whenever I start to, because I'm a human, whenever I notice myself starting to, (laughs) this is shocking. I only like robots. Breaking news (laughs) in bathrobes. (laughs) But when I notice myself getting frustrated with him, the best advice I can give is look within. Like, Uh, why am I getting frustrated? What expectation am I putting on him? Because I can always find the answer Mm -hmm. within myself. It's it's horrible. I want it to be someone else's fault, but it's usually mine. Wow, that's really great. That's like so so freaking great because I just pictured whenever I was putting expectations on Chris, it was because I was like, I wanted someone to like save me. Yeah. Or I was was like, I just, I, I need more support in this, or I don't know how to do this. Why doesn't he know how to do this? And it's like, this is not what he chose. So you figure it out. And it's that always like grasping for straws feeling. And whenever I'm grasping externally, I know that's really time to go and sit with the really uncomfortable stuff that I need to figure out. So how to support myself, whether it's hiring someone else or asking someone else, but don't rely on my husband for all of that stuff. And I totally totally was doing that. Evans, what are you relying on Adam for? What are you doing? What's everything. Going on? I rely on him for everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's 
sitting under the table. Yeah, complete me. You complete me. He's giving me my answers right now through a little earpiece. Like Jim and Pam. Yeah. No, oh, I love Jim and Pam. I know. Um, I no, I, I love this advice because we're you have to be your own person and you can't rely on one person to fill in all the things that are missing mm-hmm. from you. And it's okay to be different. That's what makes everything great. That you have two different, completely per- different perspectives and you can lift each other up on different things. And mm-hmm. I love what Lindsay said about her husband being very centered and grounded. That's so important. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be different. What do you think is Adam's opposite like trait that really helps you with a trait that f- can feel a little wild sometimes? Oh my gosh. I almost think it's like, maybe I'm Lindsay, maybe I'm more like your husband mm-hmm. and I'm a little more, because he's always like, let's go on this trip. Let's do this. And I love being adventurous, but I'm also like, let's just stay here and like make brownies. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, why don't, just go out and do something. It's but cool. there's a part of him that also needs that because he might be very airy and yes. you're like, let's, it's important to ground ourselves with brownies. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. There is True. so much importance in making sure that you are grounded with brownies. True. In fact, I wish the ground was yes. brownies a lot. Me too. I would never move. Would you like to lay on a brownie bed? <laughs> do you think that we could? Mm. What if we could get a bed where the, the bed frame was a cake pan and we just, <gasps> hey, when you were younger, did you make Barbie beds out of really weird things? Like yes. 100%. We yes. should make a Barbie bed out of uh, like a brownie pan. Cause I used to probably fill did. a Ziploc bag yeah. with water and, and it would it be a water, water bed. <gasps> <laughs> okay. I was never that forward thinking what? on my bed. I, I would use like a washcloth and make it and fold it really nicely. Oh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> I never thought of that. That is, that's also very, very forward oh. thinking. <laughs> Um, yeah, but she would lay on a Ziploc bag full of water and we would just put a little sheet on there or something. What happened to water beds? This is an actual question. What, I think we figured out away? that you sweat and you roll around and you get stuck in the side. And motion sickness. Oh, yeah, I just used I mean, to think water beds were so sexy. So I was like coolest, a 10-year-old yes. thinking this was sexy. So never underestimate the power of a 10-year-old brain. Those like, things are so heavy though. They Oh, How yeah, do they nightmare. get them in and out of houses? I think they, yeah, how did you drink? Remember like there'd be a hose running up to a bedroom and they're like, we're filling the water bed. We got a new water bed. I was like, that's sexy. Yeah. And they're like, why did you say that you weird 10 year old? And I was like, I don't know. I don't even know what sexy means, but that. I don't, I don't know, but that's a word that seemed really cool in the eighties. Oh my God. Like Robert Palmer. Mm-hmm. Remember? I just wanted to be a Robert Palmer girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On what a was that song? On a waterbed. Oh, what was my problem? I had some issues, guys. I don't know. Putting Barbies on waterbeds. We got to just move on. What's the okay. next question? Please help me. Do Lindsay, we were expressing the, the importance of the W in your name. Oh, we were. Night. Yes. Okay, that's another conversation for another show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, just go ahead and spell Schwartz without the W. There I think you go. It spells Schartz. <laughs> Someone actually spelled it that way one time. It happened. Yeah. Oh. It did. Okay. Here's the next question. This is Lindsay Schwartz with a W. <laughs> what do you do when people think you're changing, but you know you're stepping back into yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. At Tima922. <sighs> Thank you. You literally just keep yelling out metamorphosis everywhere you go. And you buy butterfly wings from the Third Street Promenade. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. they sell them down there. Evans knows exactly what I'm talking I know about. Exactly what Lori's there is a woman right constantly, daily in like butterfly wings dancing. She's around, changing, and you scream metamorphosis. Well, people are like, "You're changing," and you're like, "Metamorphosis." Um, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, I need you to elaborate on that. Well, mm-hmm. if I were, I think what you're asking at Tima nine two two is more about the. What do you do when people around you are not okay with you changing? Typically, if someone is saying you're changing, it's not the friend who's like, yeah, you're changing. (laughs) Yeah. You go, you. You go. I'm so excited about you not drinking with me anymore every night. Mm -hmm. It's like the, you're changing. You won't gossip. Yes. Very judgy. Judgy eyes. And I think it's the same as what we were saying about the spouse question, that you have to live your own journey. You have to put your Mm -hmm. blinders on and stay in your lane. And this was really hard for me. Mm. Really, really hard. I want to take every single person along with me. And so if you were wired like that, which I'm the type of person that would have asked this question too. So I'm guessing we have, I'm guessing we're spirit animals and you didn't know it and I didn't know it, but now we know it. Ooh, that was like a pigeon. Like yeah. it's a spirit pigeon. I was thinking owl, but pigeon's fine. That was more of a pigeon. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh yeah. But this is the kind of question I would have asked because what I was really afraid of is my relationships changing as I change mm-hmm. and they're going to, mm-hmm. some will, mm-hmm. and it never feels easy. So just allow it to not feel easy. I think that's the best advice that I can give is just love them. Like I, I will like think of those, those people and literally like send them so much love and never- Even though you are like so angry with them. Even though sometimes, or sometimes hurt. Usually yeah. it's not angry. Usually it's hurt. You hurt but, for sure. But realize that I have to live my own journey because I'm not doing them a favor either. And I think this is what this is what helped me switch it around is realizing that I'm actually not doing them a favor if I try to stay a certain way to make them more comfortable. Because then it's up. almost enabling them not changing either. Mm-hmm. And we're put on this planet to change and to grow. And that mm-hmm. shit is uncomfortable. So bad. Mm-hmm. So uncomfortable. Oh my God. So good. That was such a beautiful answer. That really was. So Evans, I want to know like with character, because I think some of that comes down to people like try to pinpoint like people go after your character when they want you to stay the same. And I think that judging and saying those things about someone or you've changed is the fastest way to manipulate someone to stop being who they're supposed to become. Mm -hmm. And I think that we know it's... (laughs) just going to call it out, especially as women. I think that we can be master manipulators of, we know how to make people like kind of kick them right where it counts. Like Mm -hmm. we have that bullseye on them. So it's kind of like, I know that if I said something to this person, like you're changing or, or you're not staying true to who you are, or you're not being authentic, or you don't have your priorities straight. That's a big one where like you're changing and maybe your friends aren't put first anymore. Oh yeah. These are all things that have been said to, Mm -hmm. to me. And I know that you guys have all gotten them as well. Um, cause if you're on the path to becoming your authentic self, you have to change. Um, you're like, yeah, because I'm not that girl who's six years old and in kindergarten anymore. Like what would happen if we didn't change? Um, still be making Barbie water beds, (laughs) which is going to happen later, which maybe we are, which not going to tell you if we are doing that or not. Not your your business. Remember that song? Um, (laughs) so going after, have you, has somebody gone after your character in your life that has made you feel bad? And can we call them out on here by name? Just kidding. Yes. They live. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Five, five, five. It's always five, five, five. I think, yeah, I think there's, 
there are always people, unfortunately, that say things that aren't very nice. And um, it's usually because they're hurting themselves. Yeah. And it can be really hard when you're the person who's hurt by it because you don't want to think, oh, yeah, they're just hurting right now. It's okay that you crush me like that. Um <laughs> It's totally fine that you're a total a-hole. This is great that you're treating me this terribly. But I like what Lindsay said and giving them love and people you're supposed to change. You're not doing anything wrong by changing. It's a good thing. Yeah. And keep that in mind and just continue to shower those people with love and you're going to encounter some a-holes. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to elaborate on this. Elaborate. When you were talking about just someone challenging your character and having it come out that way. So here's the really, here's the part that I don't love to, that is true. So I had an experience like that, mm-hmm. but that my first reaction was to just get super defensive and yeah. be like, and, and go and defend my reputation to people. But it was an, it was a growth opportunity in itself to actually step back and go, okay, if I'm looking at this through the filter of, is any of this true? Mm. Have I not been showing up the way I want to in that person's life? It actually, it helped me get out of that defensive mode and Mm -hmm. grow from it. And the ultimate, the result of it was actually that I I loved myself more. Mm -hmm. Like I actually checked in and I said, okay, here's some areas where I can see that criticism was coming from a place of, yeah, I wasn't showing up the way I wanted to in that person's life. Mm -hmm. I'm going to grow from that. I'm going to take it. But actually, I know who I am. And it it allowed me to break free because this is something that that was a huge roadblock for me was caring so much about what other people think. Oh, yeah. And it actually, like, I wasn't able to break free from that until I had someone hate my guts. Mm -hmm. And it really— It's so true. It was so freeing in a -hmm. a way. And I really say that with so much love because that came into my life for me Mm -hmm. because there were a lot of things I could never move forward on until I realized, like, I do have, like, a tendency to— I almost look at it like there's two— my biggest strength is also my biggest weakness. Mm -hmm. I'm great at connecting. I can make anyone feel like they are welcome in my life. I give hugs freely. Mm -hmm. I'm great at connecting with people. On the flip side of that is also my biggest weakness, which which is I can tend to swing into like the people-pleasing tendency, care too much what people think. Mm -hmm. And so I just have to be mindful. When I'm in my strength with that, I am— unstoppable. Yeah. I can do anything. And then when I'm in an unhealthy place with it, I'm just putting way too much value on the opinions of others. And that has held me back. So now just even finding that balance has been so freeing. Uh Uh-huh. As free as wearing this bathrobe. It is. And you know, what's so crazy is like, what really shocks me is how awesome we are and people still really hate us. (laughs) It's like... Like Evans, I actually can't picture people not liking you, but are there yeah. are there those people out there? Oh yeah, I remember one girl in college who really didn't like me at all. She are was, you kidding? She What's did not name? like her name is no. And you know what? That's okay. Why would, why, why do you, like cuz why didn't she like you? What was the um, thing? Um honestly, I don't think either of us Did you wear sexy clothes around her boyfriend? Oh, so many turtlenecks. <laughs> The sexy kind. Yeah, the sexy kind. I wore we the just had sexy different kind. kinds of sense of humor. And I don't think she found me so funny. She, had she a, wasn't funny. So she Got had it. a bad sense Got of humor. It. I totally get it. Those yes. people exist out she there. She wasn't funny. They we ha- see you, Sharon. It's weird. She's probably in prison now. It's fine. <laughs> oh, she's really nice in her own way. She doesn't know who... She's not on here, Evans. She's you don't not, have to make her happy right now. She's not sitting in a bathrobe sharing a mic. 
See, here I am trying to. I'm a huge. You're literally. Def- I was going to say you're defending. Pleaser. You're defending Sharon or Martha or or Bobby Joe I right now. Sharon. Who, yeah, I guarantee it you. Like a Sharon. mom. Oh, She's really nice. not that Sharon. Different no. Sharon. Different Bobby Joe. Sharon. Sharon. I like. I'm just not even going to go there. But that's so true. Um, I can't imagine anyone not liking you. I cannot. You guys. Everyone what was her sense of humor? Like, how does that even work? I think it was the same. I think my sense oh. of humor stayed pretty steady. Mm. No, I mean oh, hers. Oh, oh, I don't really know. I don't. I didn't really know her that you didn't well. Get it? Um, I don't think we laugh that much together, but that's okay. Do you know what I think we should do? Anybody what? who has like an opposite sense of humor as us. Wait, I totally just lost my joke. Never mind. <laughs> But it was real funny. It was you good. guys just it was gonna be so funny, by the way. Okay, it'll come back. What was it? Yeah, Bring it back. Know. Wow, gone. Gonzo. Good. It happens. <gasps> Remember Gonzo? <laughs> Gonzo knows. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally Gonzo nose. from the Muppets. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he yeah. was great. All right. Do you have time for one more question? Evans, what time do you need yeah. to be to work at? Whenever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be a different topic? Yeah, let's do it. Mm. Let's take one more question on whatever. You, you're a wild card. Uh, Throw it down, sister. Uh, this is from at Meg underscore Cole underscore. Oh, she's awesome. We know her. You know Meg Cole? We know her. We know her. We know her. Hey, Meg Cole. <laughs> Meg Cole. How many things is too many things to have on the go? I have, I have so many new fun things I'm into. <gasps> oh, oh, like to have too many. Is she talking about um, wanting to do in the world? That's what it sounds like to me. Because on the go, I'm like, are you just take, taking a car ride? Because I don't think too many. I think you can bring all the things on a car ride. Yeah. You can bring a cooler. Kombucha, sea snacks, <laughs> Swedish So many fish. activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead, mm-hmm. guys. Answer this one. How many things is too many How things? How many is too many? Uh, gosh. Uh, th- I think it's when... I'm like, go ahead, guys. Here's what I think. <laughs> I think it's when you're not taking action yeah. on any of them. That's too many things. Oh. So if you're like, how many things is too many things? And you're like, well nothing's moving forward because you're not taking mm-hmm. strategic needle moving actions, then that's too many things. If yeah. things are not moving weekly, if not monthly or, or monthly, if not weekly, that is way too many things. And mm-hmm. if you are not monetizing things that are, uh, that you're not being supported by these things, that's too many things as well. So there are some people who can really juggle a lot of things, but I think that's after going deep on a few things. Mm-hmm. I like saying things clearly. Lots of things. What do you guys think? What's too many things? Mm, seven. I, <laughs> I think it it goes per, it's it's very individual because mm-hmm. sometimes one thing mm-hmm. is too much for one person mm-hmm. sometimes if you're not clear on what that thing is. Yeah, I think you nailed it because I am also multi-passionate. I love to have a lot. I function better when I have a full plate. Yeah. And it's also the first place that I go to self-sabotage mm. is to create this plate that is so full. It's like the Thanksgiving plate that there's not a single space yep. on it and you're trying to juggle it and then love also get another plate for dessert yeah. and you drop one of the plates. That's, that's my worst nightmare. And then yeah. nothing gets eaten because... That's my Thanksgiving nightmare yeah, right that's, there, right? <laughs> exactly. So um, I think the litmus test is, are you moving forward? Have you prioritized those things? I always have a vault of more things that I want to do later. Yeah. I have a huge vault right now. You should see it. Really? It's like my grandma's closet that she buys yeah. gifts 
at any time she goes into the, the clearance section and she just has gifts. Like you'll bring a boyfriend to Christmas that she didn't know was coming. She has a gift for him. It's wow. usually socks or underwear. She's one of those that buys like every season. She has yes. all these collection of things. Lois, I know people Lois like has that. has a closet like that. Like, yeah. It's so like you need that's more my boyfriends all. to bring yeah. back and be right. like, yeah. Elliot, I was doing this because grandma has gifts. For these guys. We need to help her. Yeah, we need but to help her feel good about herself. Your grandma's a good example because she's happy with all of those things. But when does it get too much? Mm, ooh. Do, well, do you think, think grandma's secretly overwhelmed? <laughs> like when she goes by the closet, is she just like, mm. well, I need more stuff. There's not enough. Or is it like, I, I don't know is. who to give this to. When are they going to start popping off babies? Like, mm, don't, just, yo, don't even get me started. No, we won't there. even, we're not, we won't even go there. But, hot button, hot button. Pop, popping off babies. What was I going to, Evans, I was going to ask you because you have a wedding coming up. So here's the thing. Like, I think sometimes we do things in our lives that, you know, get married, hitched, hitched, hitched. Remember, we did one episode about a trailer. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) That they're like your trailer. I don't know. Yeah. I can't can't remember. remember It It was really, really funny though. Like pulling a trailer of stuff you don't need around or something like that. And that's what your husband is. Yeah. Um, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. We love them. Um, But I think something that we do is we have something really big going on in our lives. Perhaps someone is pregnant right now or about to have a baby. Perhaps someone is about to get married. Perhaps someone is like about to move. And what we do is we think that we can start these really big earth shattering projects Mm -hmm. in the midst of life completely changing. And looking at it, you have to be really realistic because there's something you don't think it's a big deal, but you are moving or you're getting married or things are changing or you're, you are really growing and your relationships are changing. So I just, I want to talk about that just for one second to wrap this all up is acknowledging where you're at in life and giving yourself grace around what you think you can start and what you think you can move into Mm -hmm. because you've had a lot of changes along with getting married. So how have you given yourself grace around? Cause I know that you also wanted to start other things, but it's like, yes. So do tell. Um, at first I got really mad at myself and then got really depressed and watched Mm -hmm. Netflix for about 12 hours. And then you're like, you know what? It's okay. I can't Mm -hmm. fit everything in. Let's not watch Netflix for 12 hours because that doesn't solve anything at all, Mm -hmm. but it's okay that you did. Yeah. And just acknowledging that you're in a busy season right now. This is it's, and I also want to be excited about the season I'm in. Yeah. So I don't want to like miss out on this fun time in my life just because I'm like, I can't do everything. That's okay. You're in a big, cool part of your life right now. Just soak it up and then be patient. Yes. 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 Have you ever just wanted those applause buttons? Because we get really, really... That sounds so cool when you do that. <laughs> oh, it does? Like together. Yes. Oh. Um, And it's just, we need to add sound effects. Yeah. That just really made me realize we are we missing really out. Do. But I think they need to be our own that we pre-record. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Or it's not going to feel authentic, and people yeah. will say that we've changed. <laughs> yeah. I do, we, that's mm. that's the worst. Mm. So, you guys, I always like to part with a little bit of practical wisdom. Evans, mm. do you have any? Um. <laughs> yes, I would say eat more spinach because it really doesn't taste like anything, and you can add it to everything. Oh my god! Yes. But it makes your sweat your teeth feel like they're wearing little sweaters. Yes, That's the does. only That's thing about so spinach. so cute. Yeah. It really Lynn's does. practical winsome. Um, brush your teeth after eating spinach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would have to say, um, disguise it in your children's food. Like just blend yes. it up and put it into a cookie. Mm-hmm. And they're like, why is this green? And you'll be like, cause Christmas is coming. <laughs> Eat it. Shut up. That's what I'm going to be like with my kids. Yep. 
because that's called good parenting. Hashtag good parenting through spinach and yelling. All right. So sending love to you guys. This has been really great for us. Hopefully you feel the same. If not, don't let us know. (laughs) Until next time, be questionably awesome. Earn your happy. Say goodbye, ladies. Sing it. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. 
then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.